Check, check. All right, I think we've got the sound fixed. All right, the sound is fixed now. <clears throat> Sorry about the echoes at the beginning, but you know, Jewish echoes and all that, how that rolls. So, has everybody been enjoying the uh, complete and utter insanity that is um, Palestinian protest season? So, um, I haven't done a show in a while, as you might have noticed if you are a follower. Uh, and some people might think this was because I was distraught about the war and things like that. Now, while, you know, all of that stuff, yes, it is uh, and can be distressing or whatever, it's not, um, I'm not one to be so affected. Uh, what was actually happening was uh, just real life. You know, I was very busy uh, taking on some new uh, endeavors. And uh, also, I, we also moved, but that's not a big deal. Um, I mean, for us it is, but <laughs> to the story it isn't. Uh, it, I've been occupied working on the Bleach Battalion film. Bleach Battalion film, what's that? Well, there's going to be a Bleach Battalion film. There's going to be a documentary movie. And uh, I am the one making it. Uh, if you have an interesting story about Bleach Battalion, about how you found Bleach Battalion, or a song played an interesting role in your life, or even in the, you know, uh, you know, I hate this band. They were, you know, they, they convinced me to never support America or Israel <laughs> or whatever you might uh, have uh, experienced. Uh, I would like to see and include that experience. So please do contact me. Uh, FightwingUSA at Gmail is the official fight wing email course you can contact that way or you can just send me a dm if you follow me on any of these uh social media platforms x twitter um instagram facebook uh all of which i'm currently on we'll see how long that actually lasts um until they ban me or whatever again uh or on twitch of course, you can send messages on Twitch as well, and uh, you can contact me that way, or on Telegram as well at t.me slash fightwing. You can hit up the Telegram. There's also a chat there now as well. Uh, I should probably put that in the little ticker at the bottom, but I just remember there is now an active uh, chat at fightwing Telegram once again. For a while, we didn't have a chat. And so now we do. 
And if you want to chat there, you uh, can go there. And also that would be a very convenient place if you were going to uh, contribute video, uh, you can upload fairly large files in Telegram. So that would be a convenient uh, place to do the initial contact. <coughs> Excuse me. By the way, this is called Honeydew Boba. Oh, yeah. I approve. I think it really does taste like honeydew. <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm starting to include uh, reviews about vapes uh, and things like that. Edibles, whatever. So tell me either in the comments here or again, message me email me if you would be interested in watching those types of reviews. Now, back to life, back to reality. Let's get back to what I mainly do right here. It is called Rants Rock Reggae and Rants comes first because I do a lot of ranting. So uh, here it comes. College is not just for idiots. Okay, there used to be this viewpoint that, oh, well, I didn't need to go to college because I'm already educated. College is for people who need to learn how to do something. No, it is for people who need to unlearn reality, and it's specifically for the purpose of making you stupider, making you more malleable in the hands of the leaders. Um, so I would really appreciate it if everyone will go to uh, the Fight Wing blog on Substack. You can either go to fightwing.substack.com or blog.fightwing.com, whichever sticks in your uh, memory crate better. Uh, but I would just say that it's important to read this article. Uh, because I go into the history of how the university itself as a concept and as a structure uh, entity has pagan origins. Uh, it also codified itself around mutual aid societies of foreigners who were trying to disrupt uh, their host country. So please, please do read uh, the article, and it's called Universities Are a Globalist PSYOP, and it's on the blog.fiberwing.com. Uh, speaking of colleges, you know all of the college kids have been up for Palestine. Hey guys, are we going to the bar after the protest? No, that is so hard. You have a bunch of complete idiots who are being indoctrinated to reject God by the fact that they attend university in the first place. A bunch of fools who are out in the streets and who have actually flooded several Jewish neighborhoods and non-Jewish neighborhoods. Uh, 
trying to intimidate local people. Uh, tonight, Christmas night, they uh, went buck wild in um, New York City. Of course, it's what I say they went buck wild in New York City, but it's like, it's always buck wild. It's New York City. Uh, but like they're really uh, kicking it off. There are reports. I don't have any of the footage yet. I saw some, but I, it, for some reason I was able to download it. Maybe that's some sort of big tech ban on passing this footage. Uh, but the only footage I've seen so far is on Twitter. Uh, and when I took it to my Twitter video downloader, maybe the tweet was too new, whatever. I couldn't download the video. Maybe next time I will get it. But so far, there are reports of a lot of injured uh, New York City police officers. And this is, of course, to be expected. Uh, but I guess they went, you know, full core. Um, obviously, none of them have jobs anyway, but none of them work today. Anyway, because it is, it was Christmas Day, it was. So most of them <clears throat> had been gathering around for, you know, some time in the area, whatever. Uh, I hear it's pretty wild. In regards to updates on the Palestine protests in the Chicago area, we have a man on the street, Teddy Kahana. And if you look at the Five Week blog, uh, anything that says that the byline is, guest post from Fight Wing, and it'll say by Teddy Kahana. Those are his posts uh, regarding the perspective from Chicago. If you have any uh, perspectives or information that you would like to get published, uh, say, oh, I'm in a certain area, there's a lot of Palestine protests, there's a lot of communist activities, and you would like to report on it, please, once again, get in touch any of the social media platforms or USA at Gmail. We'd be happy to uh, publish your information as long as it is reliable. So, the Palestinians, how the Palestinians stole Christmas. I made a meme of it. You can see it on my Instagram. It's the Grinch and it's like a fucking Hamas guy. Um, we knew this was going to happen. Uh, after October 7th, I knew, like, oh, the rest of the year is going to be fucked. I mean, there's going to be a damper on Halloween, there's going to be a damper on Thanksgiving, and it's going to be probably chaos on Christmas, and sure enough, chaos on Christmas. Uh, of course, I'm Jewish, I don't do Christmas. Um, but to a lot of people, this is like the most important weekend for their families of the entire year. And um, they're learning, like I did once, they're learning to thoroughly dislike, if not hate, the Palestine movement. Uh, simply because they're crime bullies. They will try to force you into positions and then gaslight you about your uh, 
reactions. You know, it's actually uh, they're copying the uh, Alinsky plan from Saul Alinsky, which is funny because they hate Jews so much, but he was a Jew. They also have Palestinian Marxists. Marx was a Jew. He hated Judaism and other Jews, but he was still a Jew himself. It doesn't change the fact. No matter how self-loathing you are, you can't change what you are. Uh, but one event in particular uh, kind of stuck in my head as being the major uh, shift here, and it wasn't any of these regular protests. It was when they attacked the uh, Democratic Holiday Party in Detroit, District 13, I believe it is. Uh, and people saw that this was not part of Black Lives Matter. This is a separate and very specific uh, goal-oriented movement. They're not there to talk about a potential better future or to be progressive where they're trying to push different uh, ideas out into society. No, they want the complete elimination of the state of Israel and its replacement with a Palestinian Muslim state. Um, presumably run by Hamas. Uh, so, and for the record, fun fact, Hamas in Hebrew uh, means violence. Uh, and the people uh, who were, well, let's not go down that path, never mind. <laughs> uh, let's stick with the, 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 the protest. So the Detroit event took it from a level of a street protest into a, an invading force. They forced their way into a holiday party, a Christmas party in Detroit, and caused straight chaos. They were asked to leave and refused to leave, kept protesting and trying to disrupt the party, and ended up getting into fights with all the majority black crowd. Of course, it's Detroit Democratic Party uh, event. It's going to be majority black, especially uh, in, in that district, in that area that they're in. So, and, and they knew this. They knew it was going to be a, essentially a black event. Um, but black lives don't matter to the Palestine movement. Um, people are starting to realize that all the black Palestinians um, have to live in a little ghetto called Alabin, which is like the slave village, the village of slaves, slave town. Um, so Within like the last week or so, there has been a beginning of the decoupling of the black struggle and the Palestinian struggle uh, that they were trying so hard to couple. And I think um, that this Detroit event, which I do have footage of, 
essentially the main catalyst, I guess. You guys to stand the fuck up. It's a boycott on Arabs. It's a boycott on them. It's time. It's motherfucking time. They came in here, they bust me in my head. And everything. I ask you, this is the blacks that are fighting against them. We're fighting please against them. Leave the building. Please they're, they're, leave from in front of the building. They're asking them to leave. They can't even come. They need they need the men. The Arabs are coming. that descended the chaos. Um, the woman that you saw there ended up having to be hospitalized. That was December 16th. It's a private holiday party hosted by the 13th Congressional District Democrats. Uh, it was at the Common Pub uh, in Detroit, Michigan. About 20 to 30 originally, uh, pro-Palestinian protesters, part of the Palestinian Youth Movement and Party for Socialism and Liberation, entered the bar and confronted uh, Representative Sharif Thanadar over his support for Israel. And let me also put that in perspective. Sharif Thanadar is uh, an Indian-American Democrat, and he's pretty liberal. He's not um, like a, a right-wing guy or anything. Uh, and he's definitely not you know, white or anything like that. Um, there's about 200 people uh, in attendance at the event. So that means the original group showing up is at least 10% of the party, right? Um, being that it was an invite-only event, uh, there was no security present. And people are going to have to start to learn that you're going to need security all the time. Welcome to life as a Jew in Israel, everywhere. You wanted to fucking encourage these people and act like their cause had some sort of basis uh, and some sort of just stance. So uh as miss uh Abington johnson just said there uh by the way that's bobby Abington johnson she's a long time uh black community activist in Detroit. you probably heard of her if you pay attention to activist circles uh the arabs are coming get ready 
I warned you. You said I was anti-immigrant and anti-Islam uh, and that that's racist and all this other bullshit. You know, try to dox me and make sure you put in the fucking article that I'm a Zionist to all the fucking people, even though I don't see how I could be a neo-Nazi and a Zionist, but that's what they fucking want to link that together so everybody can fucking, you know, attack. All their all their people can attack. Uh, but I, I did. I warned you. Uh, in 2017, when I spoke at the March Against Sharia, I didn't talk about, oh, well, these dang Arabs are stinking up the place. There's too many of them in it. No, I specifically talked about jihad and, and acts of violence like honor killing and so forth. Um, that was not that's not going to be the last Palestinian invasion of a private event and I call it a Palestinian invasion even if there wasn't one Arab there, but there, there was Arabs but you know we see the Arabs well a lot of these people were white supporters and and their actions don't necessarily represent um, what, you know, the Palestinians. <laughs> yeah, they do. You know why? Because Palestinian is, is not an ethnic designation. It's a political designation. If you believe in creating a Muslim state in Palestine to replace Israel, you're a Palestinian. Palestine is not a country. It's not a place that exists. It just exists in their hearts and minds. And therefore, as such, Palestinian, just like Hopian, is a political designation, like anarchist or communist, Marxist. Okay? There are different varieties of Palestinians. There are white ones. There are black ones. There are middle you know light brown ones um you know they're they're ones that look like me there's ones that look like you same thing with israelis they tried to turn this into some oh israelis are white zionist uh colonizers and and uh they try to flip this critical race theory shit on it uh but in reality everyone in that region was somewhat described as white. Uh, this might be because primarily the closest, you know, nearby people, you know, countries and, and great, you know, empires that they might have interacted with would have been like black, like sub-Saharan African. So I could see why they're calling everyone white, but if we're white, they're white too. So it's stupid to say, oh, the, the Jews are white. Well, if we're going to get into uh, racial majorities and things like that, the Palestinians are just as white as the Jews. It makes no sense. I found um, an article from Nature Magazine 
and it's from 
the Western media portrays them as brown, hairy people because in the West we push this critical race theory narrative nowadays that tells you that the brown guy is the oppressed guy and the one lighter than him, even if he's not actually white by modern standards of whiteness, their version of whiteness means that, well, anybody above a certain color is, is receiving a privilege. Okay, so then Palestinians and Jews are equally white. Let's throw this bullshit out, all right? The Jews are not white colonizers. Okay, and if the Palestinians are indigenous at all to the area, they're more white and taller than the Jews. Historically. Now, of course, we know that they're not indigenous to the area. Then clearly, when you build something on top of something else, the thing that was underneath had to be built first, right? So when you look at Al-Aqsa Mosque and it's built on top of on top of a Jewish structure, the temple, obviously the Jewish one came first. The Dome of the Rock is built up at the top of the rock. What's at the top of the rock? The temple. It's not even a question if you just physically look at the structure. One is underneath the other. This is not debatable. The earth is not playing tricks with your eyes and making you think that the Jewish structure is on the bottom. The Jewish structure is there first, and that's why it's underneath, okay? And we have this big thing about, uh, you know, Jesus was Palestinian. They're trying to bring that shit out. We had some guy do on television and say that he's not a fucking Palestinian, okay? All right. Not only was it hundreds of years after the time of Jesus when they came up with the name Syria, Palestina, or what, you know, Palestine, uh, he was a Jew living under Roman occupation. So, if the Jews were being occupied, that means they were, you guess that the indigenous, they were the people who were there, right? They were at least established. We could say that the Jews are not fully indigenous because of, well, the Canaanites were there first. Um, but there's no Canaanites today. So for all intents and purposes, the Jews are the oldest indigenous group there. So again, this colonizer versus indigenous shit is bullshit. Furthermore, let me talk to you a little bit about this whole idea of indigenous rights. Indigenous rights is a critical race theory influence concept that seeks to essentially erase failures of anyone brown. 
Uh, it's, it wants you to think that whoever in history was white, that's why they got their successes because of racism, right? And the ones who failed, well, their failures were because of racism. Occasionally, that's true. Not throughout the whole of history, okay? That, it primarily affects uh, people in disparate communities, okay? So when you're talking about racism, and you have two groups that are essentially the same race, you really have to stretch to try and paint this narrative that one group is being the racist and they're the white people in the situation. Like white has become less of a genetic uh, designation. And you know, the, they used to try and define a white race, but now they say whiteness is, is essentially anyone who isn't the victim. So critical race theory, while it presents itself as anti-racist, is very racist, it's white supremacist. How is that not white supremacist to say that success and whiteness are, are, are inextricably bonded? That's what they're saying. They're saying that white is a role and it's the role of the, success, of the successful one. That's fucking white supremacist as fuck. How, how are you telling me that whiteness is, is success and non-whiteness is failure, but you're trying to be anti-racist? Huh? Some people and peoples just lose in war. Historically, that's what happens, right? The critical race theory narrative tries to paint it differently. Well, this is who should have won if justice had been served. Justice is served. Things are as they should be. As much as you don't like things that go on, if you yourself are not inclined and inspired enough to go and try and change those things, then they are as they should be. And, then, and you just need to accept it. Which brings me to the Israel topic again. Why would you ever think that someone has the right to destroy a country? Now, I'm not a statist. And, I, and I've said this many times that I support zero state solution. And I think we should just let the Jews and the Arabs fight it out. And I think that God would be on our side and we would win. And that would just be the end of it. But no, we have to have all this international influence and everybody talking about the, you know, the, the, the narrative and who's the oppressor and who's oppressed and all this crap. Because of, and it's all because of this critical race theory outlook. Okay, it's all from this viewpoint that tries to rewrite history as 
rather than the story of what happened, the story of what went wrong. That's what they want to tell you. But you don't have a right to destroy anything. You don't. Because right to exist is inherent in existence. When you say Israel doesn't have a right to exist, but yet it does. So therefore, it has a right to exist. Just like you have a right to life because you're alive. You don't have a right to life before you're alive or after you're dead. You have a right to life because you're alive. You have a right to exist because you exist. You do not have a right to destroy something that is in existence unless you yourself are part of it. So if I'm part of a, let's just say I'm in a band, all right? I get to say on whether that band is breaking up or not. The, the fans don't get to tell me. The record label doesn't get to tell me. The fucking guy down the street who hears us practice twice a week, he doesn't get to tell me. I get to decide. It's called autonomy. Okay? I get to decide whether I'm going to stay in this band or not. Same thing with Israel. Israel and the Israelis get to decide whether Israel deserves to continue existing. Not foreign invaders from the fucking outside. That's not how this works. Okay? And as you will see, historically, it's not because when foreign invaders have tried to destroy Israel, every time, the Israelis win. The Israelis have won more than the Americans have. But we consider ourselves the big winners on the world stage. Yet we've never been invaded by seven raging armies who based on the fucking entire pure hatred for our very existence and and beat them israelis have we had one one invading force the british yes they were a great empire which the sun never set upon But there was still one army. There was not seven nations' armies like the Israelis had to fucking defeat. All right. So it's clear that even with all of the bad shit that the Israeli government does, all of the terrible calls that Bibi makes, all of the fuck ups, all of the bad tacticians moves. The Lord is still on the side of the people of Israel. This was promised to Abraham. I don't know what edits they want to make in it, uh, you know, and rewrite what is historically accepted as, as the biblical narrative. 
but that's the way it is. You, you can cry and say, well, Islam teaches this and Islam teaches that. Well, you know, they're going around telling people that Jesus was a Palestinian. A few people are going to believe that. Not anybody who believes in Jesus, though. So who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares that you convinced some atheists that Jesus was born in Palestine? Who cares? They fucking hate Jesus anyway. Just the same as they hate any other Jew or any other religious person. Besides for the dark and exotic, spooky Arabs who we love so much. They're so exotic and stuff. Yeah, because they have cut the Western man so much that he is a latent homosexual. They want to feminize all the men here, make the women feel uh, you know, masculine in comparison to the men, what do you think they're going to look for? Hyper-masculine men. Hyper-masculine men like terrorists. We're all sweaty and hairy and, and struggling and angry. That's the fucking most masculine energy that these bitches have ever seen. These little college girls, That's to them, that's a man. He's hairy. He's, they've never seen anything like that in America. A man with a beard, unless they go in a Jewish neighborhood, they don't really see men with beards. And when they do, they look like man buns and they, you know, put little wax and, and make the beards do weird shapes and look like fucking Egyptian princes and shit. Nobody in America decides for, I mean, really, you know, traditional Jews and uh, some traditional Christians. Uh, is, is being tough in Western culture. Those are the only two that are being tough. Everybody else is like total pussies and dancing around with their asses out in the streets and got fucking eight-year-old drag queens at their fucking parties and stuff. So what what do we expect? What what do we really expect? Um, take a, a, a two-minute break here because I want you to check out uh, this brief uh, appearance I made uh, with Rabbi Shmuley Botif. He is um, he has become a target for the Palestinians because he's such a big mouth about Israel. Uh, if you remember, um, I criticized some of his uh, activities previously, like promoting the vaccine, bad move, Shmuley. Uh, but his viewpoints on Israel are solid. And since he's America's rabbi, so-called, uh, and he's very outspoken, and he, he just he's, he's a real rabbi. He's a busybody, and he's always talking and talking and telling people information and things like that. He used to receive a lot of hate. Um, recently, he's having uh, he was in Times Square and several different uh, Palestinian teenagers. Accosted him. One lady let her little boy kick him. I mean, uh, in my opinion, uh, he should have challenged the father to a fight for having poorly raised his children. Uh, but, you know, not everybody is always ready to throw down, like, you know, fight wing style. So it is what it is. But here's a little um, brief interaction. Um, me. Are you like shocked at uh, how much anti-Semitism has been this Hanukkah? 
I'm not in the least bit shocked. I've been warning people about these caught the message, but uh, I've been dealing with this type of stuff, especially uh, I'm from Chicago. So Chicago is uh, essentially Palestine. There's more Palestinians, self-identified Palestinians in the Chicago area than there are in the actual Levant. Uh, So we have dealt with that for quite a long time. I was uh, doxxed as a supposed fascist by Antifa because I'm a Zionist. We've had uh, wild Arabs show up at the door after that. We 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 we've been into it, yeah. You know what I don't what I don't get is why, I mean this is like particularly shocking. Why don't the Jews fight back more? Like when you say there's more Palestinians, first of all, many Palestinians are pro-Israel. Not enough, but many are. But there's far more Jews in Chicago than there are Palestinians. There has to be. There's 350,000 Jews approximately in Chicago. The Jews don't fight back. It's like on campus. Do you know? That well, we had a. There's yeah. a small group. There's a small group of us uh, that do fight back. We had a little activist network. I still keep in touch. Uh, we're based in Peoria uh, now, but um, originally, you know, we we tried to get some people, but people are afraid. They think you're going. Well, oh, you're going to piss off the Arabs. You're going to piss afraid. them off, and it's like they're already pissed off. They're in you know, a natural right. pissed know, off state. Yeah, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. You know, uh, during the war, Second World War, the Holocaust, the, the Pope was Pope Pius XII, and uh, he never once spoke out against the Nazis. Never once. Never once condemned uh, the gassing of 10,000 Jews a day. So now the Catholic Church wants to beatify him and canonize him and make him into a saint. And I've opposed those efforts. And they say to me, you don't get it. The reason the Catholic Church says to me, and I've been there a bunch of times at the Vatican, the reason why he didn't speak out is that he would have made it worse. <laughs> I, want to, I want to repeat that. He would have made it worse than the Holocaust. Worse. Yeah, worse. He would have made it worse than gassing 10,000 Jews a day. Anyway, um, Madam Divine, I love your tattoo. You're a proud Jewish woman. Uh, you inspire me, and God bless you. Thanks for joining me. All right, thanks. Uh, maybe you should come on my show sometime. I have a podcast. In- invite me on. Invite me on. I will. I'm a, I'm a, ve- I'm a very shy man. Unless you invite me, I'm not going to come. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. Well, have, have a, a good last day of Hanukkah. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Eighth day of Hanukkah. Okay. Okay. So you heard it there. He told me to invite him on. So I, I will invite him on. Uh, and what I wanted to get across to him was the same idea that I'm always trying to get across to people. Stop fucking being afraid. Fear is your biggest enemy. Being a pussy is 10 times more painful than whatever type of flack you might face for standing up for yourself and your people. Okay? All right? As they say, a coward dies a thousand deaths. It is the truest fucking statement. Stand up for yourself. Fight back. That's why this is called Fight wing. It's not because we go out and try to start fights. I don't go out and try to start fights. There's already a fight going on. The fight is constant. You can go out and join it, or you can stand and watch it from the fray, right? From the edges of the fray. But you have to understand the fight goes on with or without you. Okay? Somebody somewhere will pick up the fight. The fight is good versus evil. Being a decent person, being against people who are abusers, 
the majority of my activism is anti-abuse activism. Uh, it's women's activism, you know, even as of late, you know, when I was young and I was doing, you know, punk rock, anarchist scenes and stuff like that, I was doing things, uh, you know, for women's rights. And, and I still am because women are more likely to become abused, you know, than men. Although men are abused as well. And I'm also against anyone being abused. Uh, but Sharia law. I spoke at the March Against Sharia. Why? Because of the abuses, because of people being killed, people being beaten, honor killings. 27 in the United States that year that I spoke at the March Against Sharia. There were 27 honor killings in the United States. Okay? All women. Okay? And when I'm talking about being critical of gender theory, again, against abuses of women. Women are being abused by men dressing up like women and going into women's spaces, often traumatizing them, okay? It's not debatable whether this is happening. What is debatable is whether you think it's okay or not, you know? Uh, but all of my activism is, is against abuse. You know, uh, my, my vegan stuff, when I post about animal rights, it's against abuse. When I post about uh, human trafficking, against abuse. Okay, so when you see these people trying to fucking vilify me and paint me as, oh, I'm a, a dark person or a fascist because of these positions, you, you have to look at who's saying this. They're an abuser. They support abuse. So fuck that person. Whoever said that Natasha is bad, fuck you. You're an abuser. You support people abusing other people or animals. I don't support that, so you're never going to support me. Fuck you. Get over it. Now, speaking of abuses, even though the uh, Antifa types and the leftist people are complete fucking morons. I do feel bad for them uh, in a sense with what's going on because they're being abused. <clears throat> um, in, the, in the communist space, they're you know, known as useful idiots. But um, It's not a cool thing to do to people to to convince them that, that, that something is one way when it's not. You convince them based on a fucking bunch of propaganda and lies. You convince them to basically go be your human shields in the street. Of course, Hamas always uses human shields, but the fact that they're doing it with a bunch of young and often women uh, students is it's pretty disgusting. But one particular abuse uh, that I noticed at the Palestine protests as of late is the prayers, Muslim prayers being part of the protest. 
Um, do I think that doing a prayer is abusive? No. However, having people participate in prayers when they came as part of a protest and they don't understand the language in which those prayers are presented, that is an abuse. Yes, that's an abuse. If I told you, hey, we're going to this Israel thing, <coughs> and all of a sudden, the rabbi started praying, and you were expected to repeat what he's saying, because that's what everybody's doing, right? <coughs> and he said some prayer that made anyone who said it or repeat it back to him into a different status that he should be telling those people that before that, right? Right? So what these imams and these fucking Muslim Palestinian protesters are not telling these thoughts from college is that they're converting them. And you don't even need to do it by the sword anymore. They're converting them to Islam. To convert to Islam, all you have to do is make a public declaration of the Shahada saying, you know, that Muhammad is, you know, the perfect guy and all that shit. I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to fucking convert to Islam. But a lot of people recently did. Yeah, you got it. They said the line, the magic words, to convert to Islam. These are mass conversions. These are not fucking regular protests, guys. These people are joining Islam, and most of them don't know it. But now they're subject to Islamic law. So you came out to the Frankenstein protest, Becky, uh, and no, I'm going to say Becky because I had some friends named Becky. We'll call it how. Uh, Linda. I don't know anybody in real life named Linda. So you came out to the protest, Linda, because you want to support Palestine, Linda. And so, you know, your boyfriend, he's an Arab and he supports Palestine. And I feel really bad for his family because I don't think you are. Okay. So he's fed these bitch the whole narrative. And Linda is ready to go all out for Palestine. So she's going to go to the protest. And she's taking it hook, line, and sinker. She's like, everything we're doing at this, I am down for it. She wants her boyfriend to know that she is serious and she is supporting his cause. So he goes to the protest and they start, and she's like, oh, okay. So all day they've been practicing, repeating, chanting, free, free Palestine, free, 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 free Palestine, free, free, free Palestine. 
from the river to the sea. From the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. So they're used to repeating things already, right? Now, let's fucking put the nail in the monkey see, monkey do coffin. And lo and behold, guy busts out the microphone that this is happening at many, many protests now. It's like he's right at the minaret, you know. And he says the Shahada. And they're all repeating it. They're converting to Islam in the streets, in men. The Arabs are coming. <laughs> they're already here. They're already here because they're just people that are idiots, dumb hoes that you already couldn't stand. Now they're fucking Arabs. The Arab is not a racial designation. I hope everyone realizes the Arab is not a race. It's an ethno-linguistic group. All right? You speak Arabic? You're an Arab. You say the Shahada? You're a Muslim. They just spoke the Shahada in Arabic. They're Muslim Arabs now. Wow. Disgusting. 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 Um, but it's it's not like I feel like this is some big uh, you know loss. These people were never supporting anything good, anyway. So I'm not like, oh, it's so terrible they became Muslim or whatever. It it, it it's just the point of how. They pull the wool over the eyes of the people who they want to support them because decent people, people that have even a little shred of decency, are not going to fucking support Hamas. When they put it as some completely different false narrative and all this critical race theory and all this bullshit to convince them that it's, you know, being presented wrong and everything like that. Okay. Now. You have these gullible ass people have just converted. Now they're all being surrounded by a bunch of people who speak languages they don't speak, and they're going to be led around by those people because that's their liaison to everyone else who it's like essentially their translator. You know, have you ever been uh, if if you've ever traveled to an area where they don't speak English. Now, me, myself, I, I don't uh, have money, so I don't travel outside of the country. But I have traveled to areas of the United States where people don't speak uh, English in certain neighborhoods. And you have your one friend or the person who brought you there, and you stay pretty close with them. They're essentially in control, unless you want to just walk away and, and uh, deal with everybody on your own, not knowing the language. But you're going to trust this friend because they're the one who knows. So if I go into, for example, Chinatown with my Chinese friend, I'm going to ask him, what does the sign say? I'm going to trust that he's going to tell me what the sign says and, and what it means. Oh, what does that outfit mean? Is that guy, is he in a triad or something? You're going to ask them to define things for you. 
and defining things for somebody is really a lot of power. So you're having these shady Hamas supporting Arabs influencing uh, these Western college people and they're translating for them. And they're translating in the way that makes them look like shining angels and everybody else look like the bad guy. As opposed to translating accurately, which where in which they're the fucking bad guys. But we're in an hour and almost 20 minutes now. So um gonna head towards closing here. I'm gonna play um a music video for you. Um, the song is called Never Needed You, and it is on the uh, streaming platforms, you know, the uh, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. If you look up Natasha Divine, um, but when you look it up, it just shows you the cover art and not the video. I was torn about using footage from October 7th, but I was like, I don't want people to think like I'm trying to capitalize on it or profit from it in any way. Uh, but in the same measure, I don't want people to ignore what happened. So I feel like putting that footage out there as much as possible uh, helps to dispel the denials and uh, to remind people of how shitty, terrible these people are. Now, I had to balance that with the fact that I didn't want it to get removed on YouTube like most of my other videos um, <clears throat> containing any type of graphic footage do. Um, Swords in the Plowshares was removed. It wasn't even allowed to finish uploading at YouTube because of the, the, the war footage and gore. It was too extreme. So I try to just kind of show, like, from the festival, from the Supernova Music Festival, with the people running in fear, uh, rather than some of the more graphic, actual violence on camera. Um, and I hope I've done it justice. But... Here's the video.
So, uh, first, I hope you enjoyed the music video, but I think that's uh, pretty much where we're going to end it. It's uh, with playing that and saying that we never needed these people. As it says in the Psalms, if God is with me, who can be against me? Who, who can stand against you when you are right? Nobody. They can just promote evil like they're doing. And they will be shown as such. And people are more and more across the country, across the world, realizing how shitty uh, these people that support Palestine um, and support Hamas are. There's a couple people that support a Palestinian state and a two-state solution sense uh, that are not necessarily genocidal maniacs, you know. Um, but anybody who is supported from the river to the sea is a genocide maniac. Okay. Keep in mind the two-state solution is ridiculous. <laughs> There was already a two-state solution, Israel, Jordan. They were supposed to live in Jordan. Um, but they didn't want to, so we know the story. Um, don't send your kids to universities. Please do read my blog article about universities. Um, and happy Christmas to everyone who uh, celebrates that. And happy Chinese food day the Jews of the West. Good night. Are you tired of being bullied for having a whack-ass boring wardrobe? Answer is simple. Get some style. Stop dressing like a chump. Get you some stylish gear from Fight Week. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and much, much more. Merch.fightweek.com Look around and get rid of that whack-ass t-shirt you're wearing. You know you want to join the cool kids, gang? Fightwing.com now!